Welcome to another episode of Unconventional Ministry. I am your cordial host, Ron Stafford. So glad to have you right there. Coming up on today's program, we'll talk with a producer, writer, and director from Hollywood who does things a little bit differently when it comes to his work, specifically talking about a video that he recently did for Compassion International. We'll talk about that with him and a whole lot more coming up on today's program. On the phone with me right now is Wes Halula. He is a producer, writer, and director from Hollywood, California. He's gone on a few trips with us to Mali in Africa, and uh, he's done some great work with great clients around the country. Wes, how are you today, my friend? Thank you so much for the time. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. It's an honor to be here. Give our listeners a little bit of a background on how you got started in media. Studied broadcasting in college and was working, you know, as a production assistant uh, in Minneapolis on a, a bunch of different shoots and then sort of got involved with improv theater in Minneapolis and then uh, did improv theater in Kansas City for a while. A couple of my friends were Christians and we kind of had been doing these um, clean improv shows for faith-based organizations. Yes. And a few of us kind of thought, you know, we're working for these different companies that don't really believe what the people we're serving believe. And why don't we form a group of Christians that can serve the church, youth retreat weekends and camps and pastors conferences, and not just be clean, but actually support what they're saying and like point people to, to Jesus through through our message. Interesting. And so we did that for about seven years full time. Just traveling the country doing improv. Okay. And the name of that company? Oh, that was Happy Fun Time. I love that title. That is awesome. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. It, it was a joke. It was like almost a ironically terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just picked it on a whim and, and it just stuck. So we've actually been, we've had that name almost 20 years now. Wow. Uh, because Happy Fun Time, because of my film background, we started producing little sketch comedy. We called them sketch comedy parables, and they were the parables that Jesus told, but they were just parallel to life funny stories. Like one of the popular ones was uh, people walking past a sewage pond, and they're like, oh, that's gross, and then they run and jump in. And then, you know, a guy with a rope comes and saves them and pulls them out, and some people keep jumping back in anyway. Some people are sort of in the sewage, judging the people that are deeper in the sewage. So, you know, it was this parallel to what sin is like. Right, right. That's kind of what our, our parables were. And so we started incorporating those into our show, and then that became um, a, a DVD set with curriculum that uh, got sold in Christian bookstores across the country. And then out of that, we sort of shifted back to doing media, doing films and plays and uh podcasts and all kinds of other stuff because people would call us, they'd see our, our sketch comedy parables and they'd call us and say, Hey, do you guys do blank? And we'd always go, uh, yeah, yeah, we do that. Uh, <laughs> let me get back to you. Yeah, yeah, we do that. So that just led to all sorts of crazy other things. And, and here we are in Hollywood. Wow. You've changed the name a bit just to modernize yeah. it a little more grown up, I guess. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, we have the grown up name now, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty recent change in the past year. We've shifted our name to Pacific Daylight Films okay. because we were doing uh, a lot of work that was for faith-based organizations and nonprofits. And, you know, I got a little bit of a kick out of them trying to say the name Happy Fun Time seriously in these board meetings. <laughs> but, 
But we also felt like, you know, maybe we could help them out a little bit and have a name that reflects what we're doing for them. Right. So we still have happy fun time and I still do some work for Disney, but when we're doing work for passion international and, you know, a lot of faith-based organizations that are, you know, just telling a little bit more of a serious story. Right. We have a name that maybe fits that a little bit. Right. You brought Compassion International. Talk about the video that you did for them and the way you came about that uh, story-wise, graphically, etc. So Compassion wanted to do, uh, they just were calling it a mobile experience. And they had the idea of taking these semi-trailer trucks around the country, um, and they sort of had the, the specs for it. Um, and they just wanted to tell the stories of, of kids that had grown up through compassion and were adults now. Mm. And they didn't really know how to do that. So, you know, they, in fact, they even gave us some scripts and said, hey, um, we know these are terrible. What would you do? Interesting. <laughs> so, and, and they weren't terrible, but, you know, it just we, we kind of helped them craft their stories. So, uh, you know, a big part of what I do is screenwriting. That's like a, it's actually a big chunk of what I do. Uh, out here in LA. So I kind of said, well, let's, let's approach these stories as though they're films, as they're little tiny films. And let's use, you know, film language and film uh, moments in the story, like an inciting incident and a midpoint complication and all hope is lost. And so I started um, talking to adults that had been kids in the program around the world. And we just started interviewing people and kind of saying like, well, that's an amazing story. What's the pieces of it that fit into what we're trying to tell in this 15-minute experience? And so we created over 10 different tracks. Wow. And um, it's a pretty amazing experience. I, I, it's, it's really a, a punch in the gut, really, because you put on a headphone and you're carrying an iPod touch. You're literally walking through the rooms of someone's life. And so you're getting a, a tour guide that's the kid. And so we would cast kids from those countries that, that had the correct accent because they were from those countries. And uh, they would say things like, hey, my name is Ruben, and, and this is my home here. Um, and in fact, that's my dad. He's, he's passed out. He's drunk. And mom says, don't disturb him because he'll get mad. And in fact, mom says, um, it's getting dangerous. We need to leave tonight. We don't know where we're going, but let's go. And then you walk into the next room, and he's like, hey, this is where we're living now. And then those kids would get into a compassion program, and a sponsor would come in and change their lives, and they'd hear about Jesus. And then they'd kind of go through an existential crisis that's kind of like, well, is this change in my life? Is this real? Is, is Jesus real? Is God who he says he is? You get to the very end of that. The kid that you've been listening to says, hey, look at your device that you're holding. I want to show you the real you know, Cochabamba or whatever city they're from, Manila or whatever city these kids are from. And then you look at the screen and it's a film of that person as an adult saying, hey, what you just saw, it's not a story, that's my life. Mm. And uh, through yeah. compassion, one person changed my life forever. Will you go and find your own Ruben and change that kid's life? That's great. And it's, it's really just a, I mean, I, honestly, it's one of those things for me that I feel like, uh, well, if I died now, my life wasn't a complete waste. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. really got to, because they've, they've had over 60,000 
sponsorships, even in the time that I was working with them. I don't even know what that number is anymore. So, okay. How has that affected you personally? What have you learned from those kind of experiences and how has God touched you in working for those companies? In a lot of different ways. I feel like the toolbox keeps expanding because um, the compassion thing, for example, I kept thinking, well, I've done theater, I've done podcasts and radio, I've done film. This isn't any of those things. What is this? <laughs> hmm. You know, and so we had to sort of expand the toolbox of, of what storytelling was for us. And so a lot of the, a lot of times when people bring a new thing to me, it's exciting for me because I get to grow as an artist, grow as a storyteller. But the other side of it is, I, I mean, it's just such a huge blessing to see what people are doing around the world to tell people about Jesus. I mean, it really, it really is uh, inspiring and uh, it strengthens my faith. And also, you know, for me as a dad, I have a 13-year-old daughter and a 10-year-old son. I take them with me on these encounters. You know, I, I show them the work that we're doing. I talk to them about the people that I meet in these countries and the work that they're doing. And it's great for their faith. I always look to be challenged as an artist and to grow as an artist. But also, I just want to do work that, that spreads the, the good news. Exactly. Yeah. You went on a trip with Sat Center to Mali in Africa. Talk about that experience and how that changed you. It's kind of a funny story. My mom used to work for an airline taking reservations, and uh, Dennis Weens from Sat Seven called her, called the number to make a reservation for a flight. And my mom's just chatty, and <laughs> started chatting. And the next thing you know, I'm getting a call from Dennis saying, hey, would you like to come to Mali with me to, to film? And I was like, who are you? What's going on? Well, I talked to your mom at the airline. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was amazing. I went to Mali with, with Dennis, and, you know, they had been setting up radio stations for a long time. The government was so happy with how these radio stations had been working because they could make sort of public service announcements and... They'd say things like, um, hey, we're going to come to your community and do immunizations. And they'd show up and, and everyone from miles around was there waiting for them. And so the government was like, you guys are doing great work with these. We want to give you a TV station bandwidth, a channel. <laughs> and so Dennis and his folks had had a bunch of equipment donated and they had great stuff. Again, they didn't know how to tell stories. They sort of knew how to push the button and hit record and they knew how to edit and they, you know but they didn't know how to tell a story so i kind of went on that trip not knowing what i was getting into again and really helped show them how to craft a, a simple story you know simple things like do a three camera shoot and edit that stuff together <laughs> just one camera right just a lot of like uh, here's how you create television amazing trip i met incredible people on that trip fantastic anything else in our uh, final moments you'd like to share with our listeners about uh what you guys are doing or future uh, projects and how you're uh, servicing uh, others in the lord you know the main thing for us is that we're we've really changed our focus to feature films and so we're still helping other organizations tell their story we just helped a guy named justin wren who's a former mma fighter who's a believer mm -hmm. he's got an organization called um Fight for the Forgotten, where he does two things. He helps uh, pygmies in Africa uh, get water and get resources. And then in America, he has an anti-bullying campaign. So we just helped him tell his story. Um, I've got a feature film called Desolate Beauty. Uh, it's based off of a Australian Christian novel. 
Uh, I've got a film called Silent Night about the life of Joseph Moore, who wrote the Christmas Carol, Silent Night. Yes. Uh, and then I'm working on it. We're going to Manila in a couple of weeks here to do some scouting for a film uh, about a guy during World War II who, instead of going on the Bataan Death March, just ran out into the jungle to see if he could survive on his own. And it's really a story about how the Filipino people and the indigenous people that they called Negritos, all of them saved his life and, and, and helped him. And that guy's story is interesting. A, a commander said, yeah, you can run out into the jungle, but take this Bible with you. And huh. he was like, I don't need a Bible. But he took it anyway, and it was the only book he had, and it changed his life. And your website for all of this information and more is what, Wes? Pacific daylightfilms.com Would you mind closing out our time today with a word of prayer to our Lord and Savior? Would you mind doing that for us, please? Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time where we can just talk about um, how good you are and about the work that you're doing around the world. Thank you that we are made in your image and you are a creator and you have made us creative people. All of us that are listening, all of us that are taking part in this, show us how to use our creativity to draw people to you, to glorify you, and to uh, make your name known in the world. Thank you for this time. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Excellent. Wes Halula, President, Director, Writer with Pacific Daylight Films. Thank you so much for the time today, Wes. All the best to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And that's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford, thanking you, as always, for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you truly can make today a superb day, and tomorrow even better. We're going to chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we are able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 crosses borders and historic boundaries in the distribution of the gospel and making the gospel available to everyone in that region of the world. But in order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Again, that's sat7usa.org slash unconventional. Or give us a call at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.